Welcome to the SA for FA's Retirement Advisor Podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and this morning's topic, what qualities does an advisor need to inspire clients to achieve their long-term goals? I've noted before that in this industry, awash with information, much of which is not constructive for people with constraints on their time, to put it diplomatically, I do make a point of reading Jane Wilman Russoff's interviews. She's got an out-of-the-ordinary knack for bringing out her subject's views and personalities. Her latest interview with a distinguished behavioral economist left me a bit cold, but that's not because of the interview, but the answers, and I kind of expected it from the outset. Behavioral economics as a field has not reached its potential. We need a greater focus on insights that are usable by financial professionals and ordinary investors alike. And of course, before we even get to the level of an insight, we need to be sure we're steeped in reality. For that reason, I'd like to quote one brief answer from this interview because from it we can learn how to become a better financial advisor, but only after noting that the answer given just doesn't make a lot of sense. Jane Wilman Russoff asked a great question about the sort of relationship advisors must have with their clients to engender the necessary self-sacrifice for clients to achieve their long-term goals. The answer given was as follows. To be willing to sacrifice something about the quality of life now for later, you need to really trust the advisor. End quote. Well, while it's true that no good will come from an advisor-client relationship that is not founded on trust, this statement is pure hyperbole. One cannot order up another person's self-sacrifice. Probably the closest we can get to this concept in the real world is a soldier's greater willingness to put his life at risk when his comrade-in-arms are also risking their lives. A client not given to self-sacrifice is not apt to make radical personality changes merely because he trusts his advisor. If Adele the advisor says, divert 20% of each paycheck, I've got your back, trust alone is not apt to influence Clark the client. Nevertheless, I do think there is what to learn from our behavioral economist statement if reframed. As a reminder, he said, to be willing to sacrifice something about the quality of life now for later, you need to really trust the advisor. But I'd reframe it this way. If the advisor is willing to sacrifice something about the quality of life now for later, then there is a chance the client will be influenced to make changes himself. Let's return to our comrade-in-arms metaphor. Why are soldiers more apt to lay down their lives as part of a team of fighters? Probably because A, they're fighting for a greater cause, and B, they went through the same training and that training was grueling, so they implicitly understand that their comrade is dedicated and prepared to make sacrifices. The field of medicine may be the second best example outside of the military. Doctors aren't risking their lives, but it is understood that they went through a decade or more of difficult training and they have to, or had to, work difficult shifts. Similarly, their mission is to save and enhance lives. Many smart people can find work that is remunerative without that level of self-sacrifice, so it is understood that a doctor is one who knows self-sacrifice, and even still, many patients will ignore the doctor's advice, though many, of course, may accept it. A financial advisor who wants to be able to influence his clients to undertake difficult self-sacrifice should exude this characteristic. This is not something you can fake. If it's part of who you are as a financial advisor, it will come through. 
In some precincts, it is common for financial advisors to wear Rolex watches and drive fancy cars. The thinking may be that displaying wealth ostentatiously attracts clients with similar aspirations. It may even work as a business strategy, but if you're in it because you want to help clients undertake the necessary self-sacrifice to achieve difficult goals, then you are more apt to exude that with your modest accoutrements and demeanor. Modest is not incompatible with tasteful, by the way. Soldiers, physicians, educators, and people in every profession, the best of the lot, demonstrate their commitment not through a motivational speech, but through living the ideals they espouse. I'd view free counseling for those who cannot afford professional advice or voluntary financial literacy training as more solid indicators of this commitment than the success symbolism of a Rolex watch. Thanks for listening, and consider listening as well to Seeking Alpha's new Let's Talk ETFs podcast, which explores ways ETFs can help investors reach their financial goals. If either are to your liking, consider leaving a review on Apple or Google Podcasts to help others discover the series. Meanwhile, you can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts.